0: Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, Mother-Daughter Team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Our
1: guests today, like you said, Mom, are Mother-Daughter Team, Pat Pat and Kim Gibson and our topic is Lasting Memories of Our Parents. Pat and Kim Gibson are the founders of Elegant Memorials Funeral Program Templates and Keepsakes. Pat Gibson is a retired teacher, and her daughter, Kim, is a graphic artist and web developer. After Kim designed articles to honor her deceased father, Willie, in 2007, the mother-daughter team decided to start a company to help others. Welcome to the show, Pat and
0: Kim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us.
2: It's great to have you on the show. Now, you've got a
0: Southern accents. Where are you? <laughs> we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, by way of Washington, D.C. is where uh, Mom relocated from Pittsburgh, and I was born and raised, and then we all kind of moved to Charlotte over the past four years.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. so you've been there for four years now. Were you there when your dad was died?
0: Yes, we were, and it was uh, interesting, uh, some kind of way, I think, Daddy must have planned the whole thing. Mm. My my mother came down. I'm probably going to speak for her a lot. I tend to do that sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, she came down when my husband and I decided to relocate it and found a perfect house and bought it on the spot and then later told Daddy that he was moving to Charlotte
2: <laughs>
1: in mm. a
0: few months, and they did. And not long after they got situated, uh, he came down with esophageal cancer.
2: Oh, my goodness. So, Pat, you didn't know when, uh, when you moved that your husband
3: had cancer? I had completely no idea.
2: Oh, my goodness. What a shock. It hasn't been that long. It's only been, what, two years?
0: Not even. Uh, about a year uh, and a half now. A year and a half. Wow,
2: wow, wow, Well, we're very sorry to hear about this. And I know mm-hmm. esophageal cancer is a painful cancer.
0: It's painful, and it, it, we had no idea how, how fast the whole thing would happen.
2: Yeah, that's amazing because it it can last quite a while,
0: but yeah, yeah. it went very
2: quickly.
1: Yeah,
0: so, so from yeah. the
2: time he was
1: diagnosed to the time he died, how much time went by? About six months. Six months. Wow, that is really a sudden death. Yep. Yeah.
2: Now, I wanted to ask you, how, how was it, Pat, for you to move away from friends? That must have been a little bit difficult. Had you been living in the Pittsburgh area for a long time?
3: No, I had been in Washington, D.C. Oh, Washington, D.C., Okay. But surprisingly, I adjusted. We adjusted very, very well. I don't. I didn't even miss D.C. I don't miss it now. I love Charlotte. That's great.
2: So, Kim, um, your father died very suddenly. Your mom obviously, you know, was in total shock very quickly, you know, whatever. And you were a, a graphic artist, and you started to design things. Tell us about that.
0: Well, it, it's a... Interesting story. Uh, we were getting ready for Daddy's funeral, and I have always been kind of the one tag to do the funeral programs or handouts or keepsakes, you know, when um, various people in our family have died. My father was the youngest of 13, so oh my goodness, all of his brothers and sisters were older. And for my grandmother, if things come up, I would kind of do the printed material since I have always been in web and graphic arts. So we, I had the, the programs that we had done when we went to make the final arrangements at the funeral home, and the funeral director looked at them, and he goes, oh, these are great. Do you do these, and, and how much do you charge for them? So I'm totally not in any kind of a business you know, at all, not in a business mode, and I just kind of looked at him and said, well, I, I never thought about charging for anything that's not my business. And he asked me to call him a couple of weeks later after things settled down. And, and about three weeks later, I did call him and, and just started working with families. I had always done graphic arts, but I'd never really formally done anything like this. But it was just a natural fit. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, helping the family, you know, it's totally chaotic. They right. have to pick out a million different things. And, um and and, and it, I, I kind of like doing it. It's interesting. I told my mother uh, I had delivered a, an order for a family, and the woman wanted a family collage on the back of hers. And when I delivered it, she looked at it and she gave me a big hug. And I told my mother, I have 20 years of work, and I've never had anybody give me a hug for, you know, doing work. <laughs> right. So um, that's just kind of how it came about. So
2: so that's how it started. Now, Pat, what did you think about You saw these, and you must have been... Uh, how did you feel about the work that Kim was doing for Willie?
3: Well, I fell in love with them in fact when when I sent my thank you notes to the people who had uh you know acknowledged his death, I sent a copy of the obituary, and they were they really loved them. They're great keepsakes
2: and and wonderful photo collages and Now, how has it been for you? I know I really enjoy working with heidi how How is it for you two working together?
3: Well, it's great because she does all the technical stuff, and, and I have gained a lot of strength from pulling out things, their comfort, so that I could put it on the wall, on, on the web, like poems.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, now talk about how are you doing now? It's been, uh, what, a year and a half. Uh, how are you finding your journey?
3: It is hard sometimes, but I have keepsakes, like I said, around the house. I look at them, and and i think a memory i have a lot of memories of him so i'm i'm adjusting i'm coming along fine mhm and and you're kind of running this business the business side with my daughter she's the yeah. i'm going to call her the head chief <laughs> <laughs> she
0: always calls me big chief but she has written you know like she said i did i do most of the technical end. i did the website i do all the designs and all the templates but all the writing, all because we have a pretty robust support area for people to get poems and scriptures, other resources as well that are, you know, totally free for them to use. And she has been a godsend with getting all that information together. And she pretty much owns our blog where we talk about grief-related issues, and she has some really heartfelt um, articles about what she went through in her journey as far as losing um, daddy so quickly, so as she probably wouldn't say, but I think it's really been a joint effort.
2: Uh Uh-huh. And how do people find your site?
0: They love it. You know, I get, um, it's it's been, you know, it's hard to do, you know, getting found and getting indexed and the whole, uh, but I get emails from people who have used the templates because now I'm not really doing full service where I directly interact with the family and print it for them. they can get the templates themselves from the web and and do all the type in and changes themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. But are I, you doing all the design and everything yourself? Oh yeah. Wow. And and you run the whole website. Yes. That's a huge amount of work, huh? And, and, and
1: Kim, your your website is elegantmemorials.com?
0: dot com.
2: Yes. Very mm-hmm. good. And you and you're running the whole thing.
0: Yes, it's it's a challenge, but I've been in this industry for so long as far as IT and. I really interesting, I, I tell mom all the time, I think this is daddy's last gift to me because it, it's just weird how the whole thing just kind of fell into our laps and, and it's been very successful, but I guess I've been, you know, doing this kind of work, not in support of grieving families or in memorials, but I've been doing this kind of work, so it's just been perfect it's it's just been working out really well
2: yeah well tell us uh, uh, how things are going for you after a year and a half what do you miss most about your dad and what advice do you have to folks who are newly bereaved
0: well you know it's I I guess because I had lived in various places and always would come back to Washington DC when my children were born we kind of spent a lot more time around the grandparents and then ultimately they moved here so we were in the same town again and I did not realize how many memories we had. And when I would get sad and and Mom would be here, they would just come flooding back, and I couldn't keep them in. At first I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't bring it up. I don't want to make Mom sad. But I would just talk about all the trips. And my mother, I always call her Spike Lee because she always has <laughs> her video camera around. She had so many videos of him with the grandkids. You know, we really just found comfort. I know I did, just looking at the videos, looking at the pictures, all the memories we had. Before he passed, I was fortunate enough to be a part of a uh, family reunion that we planned where all oh. of the uh, all of his siblings, his brothers and sisters, we Oh,
2: my goodness, what a group. How do you enjoyed being up with us together on a team?
1: Absolutely, and I could kind of relate to what Pat and Kim were talking about because you and I are very much like them. We have different strengths that complement each other. Mm-hmm, I think that's true. Mm-hmm.
2: I was wondering, uh, Pat, how does being a, a past school
3: teacher influence what you do? It helps a whole lot. My uh, grandson was diagnosed with autism, the baby. Uh huh. And I have been trained into a, in ABA and I helped yes. out with his therapy. Mm-hmm. So, this being a school teacher has really helped. So, you've been able to
2: help Pam and, and that's one of the things you're putting your energy into since losing Willie?
3: Yes. Mhm.
2: And and I'm sure keeping his um memory, Willie's memories alive to the children
3: is such a great role. Yes. In fact, I, I my grandson is so much like my husband.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
3: I think, "Oh, maybe my husband's coming back through him." <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah. Well, in a way he is,
2: isn't he? Through the genes and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing that yeah. new generation.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, um Talk, talk about what you're doing. Now, you're doing the the collages kind of uh, that people can do the templates off. Are you doing other things, and do you have plans for other things?
0: Well, we just put the thank-you card templates, which match the funeral program template designs. So um, some people, I know we had so many thank-you notes to write, and we hand-wrote as many as we could, but some we just needed to get out so they can download the the template for the thank you note and either put a uh, pre-written note in or they can handwrite it. We'll be launching the prayer cards and my favorite, the keepsakes, which would be a framed uh, memory of your program or your collage. That will be coming later on in the year. I
1: I like the idea that you have pre-written thank you notes because for some people the idea of writing thank you notes is so overwhelming and daunting that they don't even know how to begin.
0: It is, and, they, and people still really feel under pressure. I get calls all the time about people who say, well, it, you know, is it going to look bad if I don't handwrite them all? But li- some people, one lady almost had 110 notes mm-hmm. she had to send out, and with everything else going on, you're right, they, they need a... I
2: think we had thousands. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We had That's bags a full of them. Friends came over and helped them write it. We did. And, you know, and in we- some ways, yeah, it would have been lovely to be able to do that. Sometimes we got notes from people that I loved that said, please don't answer this.
0: Mm-hmm. Right,
2: right, that. right, right. And I thought there are some people who uh, have had some loss that know how difficult. On the one hand, you do want to write some, though, don't you, Pat?
3: Yes. And and I loved writing it because then I could make them personal, especially for the people that we really knew, and I could uh, relate some of the experiences that my husband has shared with me.
2: Mm-hmm. And so some of them are great. And then did you find find that it got to be too much? notes well, or were you okay with them
3: i was okay writing the thank you notes I
2: think and, and, put, and thank
3: you and and putting the uh, obituary in them mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: yeah what was the most difficult for you and what is now
3: well i guess just being in an empty house by myself we were married over 40 years Mm-hmm. so uh you know it, it takes some adjusting right And how about you, Kim? What do you think the biggest
2: challenge is to having a dad die? Because I know one thing um, that people talk about a little bit with a sibling death is that you feel like you need to support your parents. Do you ever feel like you you kind of neglect yourself as supporting your mother, or are you able to take care of yourself?
0: Well, you know, that's, that's, that's the point for me. I was just telling Mommy this. I think that was the biggest challenge, you know, I loved Dad. We had quality time together, but I didn't spend 40 years with, like, I couldn't even imagine what that must have been for Mommy. So I think my sister and I, we spent a lot of time just trying to make sure that she wasn't in that house all by herself, you know, too much. And it was perfect that everyone had moved here. My sister relocated in the last stages of Dad's cancer to help us, and she ended up staying too. So... uh Initially, uh, my sister and I, you know, we had a strategy for making sure Mommy didn't have too much idle time. And right after Daddy's memorial service, a week later, my son was diagnosed formally with autism. So wow. I think that definitely helped us. We just didn't really have the luxury to have too much downtime because we wanted to make sure that my son got the help that he needed. And Mommy was invaluable during that with her being a school teacher. So I think that kind of helped with the loneliness and the idle time and and too much grief because we just had so many different things to do with the company and with my son's disability.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So, but I spent I would say most of my energy went into just making sure that mommy was going to be okay.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. So Pat, tell me what would be your best piece of advice right now to somebody if I were newly um, a, a new widow or widower out there.
3: I'd say keep busy as much as you can. Take care of yourself and get all the memories, all the good memories you can about the person. Just keep them in your mind.
2: Mm-hmm. You? And go on your website and, and recreate some of those memories with your templates.
3: And... Sure. We, I have a picture, and I look at that picture every single day of my husband. Uh, and how
2: about you, um, Kim? What What's your thought for people who've lost their parents?
0: I would say definitely take care of yourself and and really try to under, understand and, and support the parent that's left because I think that's really the challenge. You know, they were married and they had a whole life, and, and step in and help the parent that's still there, help them get through it. Mm-hmm.
2: And how about you for losing a dad?
0: I'm just so grateful that... We were able to have so many quality times together, and he's been there for me. And like I said, we had a big family reunion, and I was able to tell him exactly how I felt all these years about him. So I really had a sense of closure with it.
2: And Now tell me about the family reunion. Was that planned before, or did you do, did people decide?
0: How did, was that decided? Well, you know, we and, and Daddy didn't like to travel a whole lot. He would go on little trips. He didn't like big trips. We had recently taken a big trip to Hawaii. We took a, a cruise. Ah. And we found out about Daddy's diagnosis on the last day of our cruise. Oh, my goodness. And I was telling my husband, because we, we kind of had this family reunion thing planned, but it was huge. A lot of people getting all these people from different states. And I really kind of didn't want to put forth that extra energy to do it. But then when I got his diagnosis, there was no way I wasn't going to plan to make sure that he was able to see his brothers and sisters one last time. So it was already in the works, and once he got there, we held a little ceremony so that all the um, kids could tell their parents how they felt. And we were able to get it on tape, and Daddy looked at that tape so many times when he was sick.
2: So oh, there's no
0: doubt in my mind that that's the most important thing. If you have someone who is ill or maybe just getting older, you know, make up a reason. Have a, a birthday dinner or some kind of, of event to stand your parent up and tell them how you feel about them now before it's too late because it, I think it's made all the difference with the peace that I have about it now because I was able to do that.
2: I think it's great that you're bringing all these things together and all these memories. Uh, What a wonderful thing, because sometimes people are, you know, feeling like they don't want to think about it or whatever, but these memories are great. And and asking people, even after they've died, to to maybe even celebrate an anniversary um, uh, of their death or whatever by writing poetry for them or sending memories about them or, yeah, a lot of wonderful things that can be done. Well, what's your plan for the future for uh, your elegant memorials?
0: Well, uh, things are starting to pick up. It's been a challenge with it just being a few, and I have some freelance resources that I use occasionally. But, you know, we're just going to try to get it up. We're getting first-page results via the Internet. That's the main way we get found for now. The word is getting out, and we're just going to try to grow it. I would like to have a full line of memorial templates, things that people can do themselves to help um, honor their loved ones. So Uh we're going to keep growing it.
2: And, and, Kim, do you get your uh,
3: school teaching hand in there about ideas?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, uh, that well,
2: Pat?
3: Oh, sure, especially we're trying to find new materials to write about.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. What a great idea. Well, I'm going to look uh, a lot forward to looking at that now. How are how are the other family members? Are you keeping in touch? Does Willie have a lot of living brothers and sisters?
0: Yeah, about half of them are, are still living, in, and we're closer to him. He was born in South Carolina, maybe about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes away from where we live now, so we're able to stop in on them. So we do stop in on them and communicate. He was the baby, so they're getting much older now, so we try to take time to go see them.
2: Because those kind of memories are really important, aren't they?
0: Yes, yes, definitely.
2: Yeah, And uh, you have this little guy that has autism. How are things going with him?
0: It's it's definitely a process right now. We have him in what's called... um, applied behavior analysis and basically you have a therapist work one-on-one with him for about 20 hours a week which is a lot so there always has to be someone home and we have to make sure that his therapy is progressing and write the programs that he's supposed to use but it's going well but it's it's a challenge to keep it on track he also has speech therapy and occupational therapy but we're finally starting to get some language from him and his um behaviors are starting to subside, so we're very optimistic about his outcome. Now,
2: how old is he now?
0: He's three and a half.
2: Three and a half. What's his name? Cameron. Cameron. Well, you know, I think this brings up something, Heidi, that um, life does go on, and there are other problems that happen along with loss that you have to address. I mean, uh, it's very complicated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so so we do have other things that we have to Absolutely. get up for. Absolutely,
1: we have a lot of adversities in our lives, and sometimes we just have to think about, okay, how did we get through losing people that we love and, and hold on to those things that helped us and the strength within us to get through the adversities that are going to come after those deaths.
2: Yeah, and keeping yourself up for it. Mhm. Do you guys have anything uh, you do to take care of yourself? Like do you walk or make sure you eat good food, or do you have any physical kinds of things that you
3: do? Well, I go to the pool almost every day to take water aerobics, which I love. Wonderful. Good I'm for you.
0: Better than I am. I I have my times where I get up, you know, five in the morning, get my walks out of the way. But sometimes life just takes over, so I need to get better. I have a lot of people I take care of, so I need to take care of myself.
1: Yeah, it's hard when we have our little ones, for sure.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, good for you, Pat, saying that that you take care of yourself because that that's so important. Because you, you know, grief is hard work.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: And then and then having Cameron uh, with those issues. Well, I want to thank you both a lot for being on the show. It's great, and and I wish you so much luck with the elegant memorials. And I love the fact that you're working together and that you're doing this reaching out and that Willie's spirit you know, really seems to permeate all the things you're doing. Heidi, do you have anything you wanted to say? I want to
1: agree with you. Willie, Willie's doing as much in his death as he did in his life. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Pat and Kim. I'm your host, Thanks Dr. So Gloria Horsley, and it's time for our break now, and we want to thank Pat and Kim Gibson for being on our show.